Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. In the year 2006, Bethesda released The Elder Scrolls IV, Oblivion. What's Elder Scrolls V? Well, most of the world calls it Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just set myself up for that, yes. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today. Okay. Um... You screamed that in such a way, no one even heard what you fucking said. Skyrim! <laughs> How was that? There you go. Okay. That's what they call it in the South, apparently. <laughs> um today is oblivion uh so hey i don't get your reference want to take a step further uh, oh no it's just um usually if you say oblivion people think of the video game oh i think and if you is. put oblivion into google that's what comes up sci-fi movie geek thinks of this okay mm-hmm. being me being me being I, i've not oh this is luke sci-fi, sci-fi sanctuary. sanctuary i've not really played the elder scrolls game so i do think of this but elder i've Scro- owned skyrim and played like an hour is it Elder Ring now? Is it a ring? Elder Ring is completely unrelated. Oh, okay. That's from the Dark Souls guys. That's yeah. actually the bomb. I've played like 60 hours of that. Okay, that's why this is not a video game podcast. <laughs> As I've been listening to your video game podcast and enjoying it, but being like, oh, I cannot be a contestant on this show. If you come on, we do like an Atari and Dreamcast special. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be there. And DS. You can do the DS too. <laughs> DS RPGs. DS JRPG. No, give yeah. it JRPG. No, there was a couple good Canadian ones too, um, yeah. but... Oblivion, Oblivion, we're in Oblivion today. Yeah, it's been a while since we spent some time with the cruise. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, when was the last cruise? Was that was that Edge really of Legend? No, we did we did um with Dire Pete after that. Yeah. Okay. So that might so have been our last cruise in the cruise. This feels like it's it's sort of a sister piece to that. Cruise doing sort of medium popular sci-fi action movies <laughs> in the 2010s well, this was a lot more toned down the action i mean this would have fit in the original concept of matt luke's 70s sci-fi I, when i was watching century. it yesterday i was thinking this feels like it's a piece with like your logan's runs and yeah, stuff. yeah yeah and, and the, would have had a cooler name if it come out then what would the name have been mm, it would have been like uh Clone i don't know, like jack Killer. 49 Okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it should be Jack 52, the one that lives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? It would have been the one that you don't even meet until the end of the film. <laughs> Not to spoil you too much, but why are you listening to an Oblivion podcast? Ten years after the, movie? the film. <laughs> um, I saw this. I was living in Maibashia, a town not quite in Japan where we are now. And I, that's when I lived real close to the cinema. So I just go see whatever there. And this, this was a whatever that got my attention because the director had done Tron Legacy before. I really did like Tron Legacy. I like the soundtrack. Uh, this has uh, Orbital. No, no, M83 doing the soundtrack. And I even have it on disc, which apparently was never put out properly, but I have it because I like the soundtrack. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I do like the soundtrack for this. Was this this and Tron Legacy was the start of the like the modern rebirth of the electronic soundtrack? Yeah, yeah. Because the Tron Legacy one, it, it's great. It's fantastic. I just went in as a Daft Punk fan in what mm. twenty ten, expecting some Daft Punk, and got like a really fucking good soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I Tron, didn't get Daft Punk. Tron Legacy is the best um, music video ever made. <laughs> no, I now quite. And that's we need to do both Trons. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Sorry, we especially with the gamer yet. angle, I should probably do it as like a tie-in for the other part at some point. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah we, we, if you're like, why haven't you done that? The <laughs> answer is we don't know. <laughs> uh, it, it, because it feels like when we there probably is a good guest, and neither of us have thought of who that guest is. Episode one eighty nine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I did quite enjoy the scene the first time. I bought it on Blu-ray when it came out. Probably watched it twice. Um, watched it last night. I think I might have taken a little nap near the end. Sorry. Uh, if you looked at my notes, you would have seen where I took the nap. So I watched this again when it came out. I think at the time I was still living in small town, England. Had a girlfriend. So we probably just watched it as date night. Mm. Here's a film. It's Tom Cruise. We'll probably both like it sort of thing. It's a better date movie than K-19 The Widowmaker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked it well enough. Um, but yeah, I also just haven't really come back to it until, yeah, last night you were like, oh, I'm, I'm in town tomorrow, do you want to record a podcast? I sort of popped on Netflix, so like, oh, you know, I could do it watching Oblivion again. What was the other choice I was Elysium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely like, that was a coin toss. Elysium I actually haven't seen. Oh, okay. So yeah, we wouldn't see that. No, I would, uh, the, uh, the problem with Elysium is I feel like I want to do District 9 first. Mm, yeah, that may, maybe that's why I went with Oblivion. Um, I... I I'm in the minority that I probably like Elysium better in District 9, oh. but I think that is a minority opinion. I'm definitely in the minority that I really like Chappie. Okay, yeah, you're in the minority on that. I didn't really like Chappie. <laughs> I mean, I went, yeah, I was like, I see what he's trying to do. It just didn't work for me, right? Doris, you know that my favorite genre of anything is friend with a robot. Yes. So... <laughs> no, I saw, when I saw that one, I was like, like, I understand what's going on here. It's just, I don't think it's a shit director. It's just, it just isn't doing it for me. So. Right. Yeah. He's got like a mini series on Netflix of just like um, short sci-fi stories. Oh, so I should tie, bring it back to Oblivion. Do you know the newest movie of this director whose name is Escaping Me? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, I look, I okay, I'm going to let you look up his newest movie because uh, okay. that's for, for funsies. Um, it's it's a long delayed movie. Do you know what it is now? No, because I'm still delayed. I'm still in the page or something. No, I, I, just, I just wonder if long delayed was enough. Also, I'm just trying to eat up time. Right? Long delayed. I can't think of what a long delayed movie is at the moment. Oh, you'll know this one. Name is Oh Joseph... Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> <laughs> I was assuming sci-fi. Sorry, let's say his name properly. Joseph. So Joseph Kosinski. Okay, because he's made he made several good movies. He did try. Is he Oblivion and Tron? Only the brain Don't know looks what like that a. Is. Escape from Spiderhead? Probably not out yet. Go, Go like hell. That's definitely not out there because the picture is just a picture of Brad Pitt. Like young Brad Pitt. He hasn't done that much. Apparently he directed some Pilot Zone. Yeah. Oh, like the newer one? Okay. Uh... Or maybe the Knots one. Anyway, that, that's not so important. But yeah, I'm like, okay, this Tron Legacy, that's actually, I mean, those two, that that makes a oh, solid... Oh, I think he did music on the Twilight Zone movie. But he must have been. No, young. he's younger Maybe than that. He's he, he put together a more recent album. Or yeah, that, that, he's slightly older than me, so yeah, that that can't be the case. But uh, he's like forty-seven. No, I no, think. he hasn't done that many films. Yeah, forty-seven. But the it. two I've seen, I really like. <laughs> yeah, so. same, that's what I'm saying. Like this and Tron Legacy. You're like, I made those two movies. I'm like, oh, you're a good director, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Tom Cruise must have liked him if he's letting him do the Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a that's his uh, sort of centerpiece, isn't it? 
Well, yeah, no, this, so this, this is one of those films that's just it's good. Do you think Top Gun Maverick will flop because of when it's being put out? If it's all about like fighting Russian fighter jets, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, maybe two years ago was a better call. Or maybe it'll suddenly fucking start result. World War Three. Yeah, it'll Top be, Gun Maverick, will, start Maverick World War will have III. the same effect as Top Gun and result in like record Navy. <laughs> what I hear? Are they adding in sudden like reshoots where he goes and saves the Ukraine? Like, <laughs> well, so I shouldn't say the Ukraine. Sorry for that. Mm. Um, that's what Russia calls it to make you not think it's a real country. Right. You should call it Ukraine. Mm. Proper noun. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, should I get into the plot of this movie? Engage. Before we. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Harper and Victoria Vicka Olsen are among the few humans left on a ruined earth. They upkeep the drones needed to take out the scavengers, aliens who blew up the moon and invaded earth years earlier. They still seek to destroy the machines draining earth's oceans to create fusion power. They take orders from Sally at the Tet, a giant orbiting space station that is the way station for the bulk of the human population now living on the moon Titan. Jack is a cheeky Jack is a cheeky sort though, keeping a secret man cave in a wooden alcove and disobeying orders to explore the ruins of New York City. He finds several humans in stasis, which the drones then attack. He manages to save one, which he awakens. She turns out to be Julia, and she claims that Jack is her husband, and they serve together on an ill-fated space mission under the name Odyssey. He believes her, as he constantly dreams of her. Before long, they are captured by scavengers who are actually human. It turns out the Tet is the invading alien, and Jack and Vika are simply clones of the Odyssey crew members who did not escape the mission. There is no Santa Claus, and there are no humans on Titan. After Jack 49 has an altercation, altercation with another one of his clones jack 52 he impregnates julia and hops a space plane with the leader of the scavengers to blow the tet and themselves up real good three years later julia is at the man cave cabin raising jack's daughter when a fully memory restored jack 52 shows up to play house Down like banquet lotus blossom where else of light stray Got a grave of rest of poets pray alive again in my momentous way Knowing that the trail won't I don't know that he's fully memory restored. I think he just has as much memory as Jack 49 has. That's what Wiki said. Okay, yeah, Wiki would say things like that. I know. <laughs> I, I when I wrote that I was like, I don't know. Uh, uh, his his love was restored. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I feel like you missed missed a beat there that you could have done like a breathy Tom Cruise narration like this film starts with. Oh. Put some like electronic music under it. Jack Harper, Victor, Nana, Olsen are among the few humans. Sorry, that's not Tom Cruise at all. 
Jack Hopper and Victoria Wilson are among the few humans left on the earth. They looked at the drones. No, we're not doing the whole thing. Yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could like I have music like that. I could put it in my own. Songs. Yeah, that's what I didn't expect you to mouth do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mouthed it. There you go. No, I actually remember the first time I saw this film. Um, literally in the theater, I was sitting there thinking like. Oh, this film's starting a bit like tell don't show. This is like lazy writing, and then it's like, oh, it's because that's all lies. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. genuinely enough that I was in my head like writing a little review, like hmm, starts with a bit too much narration. And I'm like, oh, I see why they did that. No, I got to that with the um, with the when I was writing a synopsis, I was like, well, I have to say the humans are on Titan at first. Yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, you know, we watch the movie, you know, they aren't. But uh, yeah, and that that whole kind of twist element is a big part of why this feels like it's one of those 70s. And also, like, you could do this story on a super low budget. Yeah. A small cast, mostly, they just live in that one house. This could be a Twilight Zone. Like, the difference is, instead of having him fly out in a super effects <laughs> spaceship, they would just sit at home mending the drones, and they would just fly out, and you wouldn't see what they're up to, sort of thing. Um, I know one of the actors, usually, at this point, but does that mean the effects in this are really good? Because it's like, they didn't need them, so they had to make them? So here's the thing. The effects in this film are really good. This film came out just after um, Transformers Dark of the Moon. This was two mm. years after Dark of the Moon. It stole everything from Dark of the Moon. Yeah. It stole all of the sound effects of those drones. <laughs> it, stole, it stole the effect of their weapons shooting people. It, yeah. Like, man, well, people the- do not give the Transformers films enough credit for how much they invented all of the aesthetics okay. of modern sci-fi. I was going to say, well, the Transformers stole their characters from 70s Japanese toy lines. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, the noises those drones make are exactly the same as the big spaceships the Decepticons use. Yeah. And that effect when they go and vaporize people is exactly the same. And we will be getting to the dark of the moon soon. I feel like we can say that. That we're actively getting ready for that one if anyone wants to hear that. I guess I, I have more design stuff to say very clearly, but let's let's What's shift it? to the actors for a bit. I mean, you've got Tom Cruise, Tom Cruising. Yeah, you got Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freemaning. Yeah, Freemaning. You got you got the two uh, ladies. Yeah, so Andrea Riseborough or Risborough, how you pronounce it? She plays Victoria. Tom Cruise calls her Victor, which I find a weird pet name for a Victoria, <laughs> <laughs> especially as we now work with a Victor. I think it was Vicka. No, but a couple of times he definitely puts the T in there. Okay. Yeah, Vic and Vicar kind of makes sense. Yeah. But then he's like, Victor, open the door. <laughs> uh, I felt a lot more sympathy for her this time watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the first time watching it, I was all like, oh, well, he clearly loves the dream lady. Let's get to her. Mm. So I was like, yeah, so she's not really done anything wrong. No, she's in the exactly the same situation he is. And mm. she's just not. She's she doesn't not get that boundaries. bullet that he She gets. hasn't been pushing boundaries as much, right? Yeah, well, she doesn't get to fly out in a spaceship and see the city and stuff. True. <laughs> grow flowers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when, like, at the end, when he does break her heart, I really felt it. And then she just gets killed off right quick so that we can concentrate on the other one. Well, she didn't have to live with a broken heart for long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, now what I'm thinking is... There's plenty more of her around Jack the planet. 52 has a living Victoria at his house. And just fucked off and found you here instead. Menage toi. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I bet she's she's feeling pretty fucking miserable. Yeah. Like, hey babe, guess what? We're clones. I don't really love you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we missed the scene there, didn't we? <laughs> or I just left without saying anything. <laughs> well, but yeah, I guess he just never went back there. Yeah. Because <laughs> Tom Cruise just left him tied up outside his face. Because he comes back with the scavengers, right? Mm. Yeah. 
the Tom on Tom fight was pretty decent. Oh God, yes. That, that that's like yeah, that's like Scientology in action. Oh, I shouldn't <laughs> have said that word. Oops. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying that's a bad thing in this case. Hey, if we're, we're nowhere near the start, the algorithm didn't find that. Okay. <laughs> but um, you battle with yourself. Okay, here's a so good, you can really help people. It's a complete. You can just tangent. get out there and get out in people's faces and just you know, it's like you've got to. Yeah. So I was trying to quote his video about. Even though about you don't that. have the energy of a Tom Cruise going off. God, I'm sorry, I guess no I one does. <laughs> yeah, that's why that video is like one of my favorite YouTube yeah, videos. Yeah, you ever. can't recreate that. <laughs> I've seen a lot of Tom Cruise impressions. I've never, I've never quite seen a good one. Mm. There's just something. There is something weird about it. To be fair, I was just trying to get the language, not the impression. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what I was going to say is, what are the best actor fights themselves fights? Schwarzenegger has one, right? Uh, he has a, they don't really fight much. Mm-hmm. But you see a bit of Schwarzenegger and Schwarzenegger in, um, well, Sixth Day. Right. And then I think Genesis tries to do a bit of it. Mm, no, that doesn't count. And also it's like shitty young CGI Schwarzenegger versus modern Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's not currently plugged in. That's okay. I've had bad and sour quality on several podcasts. See, my computer doesn't give me this morning. It's just like, fuck you, I'm off. Yeah. So if I forget to do it, then I'm screwed. So. But the only time we had that on this computer was when my electricity got turned off. That's right. So if you ever listen to my podcast about Kundan, that's why my, my audio quality isn't so good. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's the Jet Li film, The One. We should do that soon. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. We just Matrix, though. Do we have to wait? Maybe now is the time. <laughs> the Matrix <laughs> listeners have hung around. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else fights them? I know it happens a lot. I know. Uh, Kirk. That's a hardcore one. Oh, yeah. Kirk. The Enemy Within. That. You know what? That might be my gold oh, standard. Superman 3. Cool, not, but, but yeah. not. It doesn't rate with the Kirk. Mm. Mm. Um, I think Hercules did it a bit, but that was probably terrible. Did the Matrix have uh, no, 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 you know, no like, you see a bunch of Smiths, but they're all on the same side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no Smiths fighting the Smiths. Okay, right. so I'm I'm gonna go with the enemy within Kirk. That's mm. that's my gold standard for Shatner on Shatner action. Yeah, that might be up there. Uh, there's prob- <laughs> there's a lot of good video game examples. So maybe that's what I would go for. Sorry, people are banging. If anyone hears that, yeah, we don't know why. But anyway, yeah, um, listeners. Get in touch at MLSFS Pod on Twitter. What's your favorite mirror match from a sci-fi movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I, I don't know. That shit tickles my pickle. I want to see those. Yeah, mirror match. I can live with that. Um, a mirror match is the term in a fighting game. If like you both play as Ryu or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. So Freeman, he's here. Yeah. He's fine because he's always fine. Like, he's he's here in the way that this kind of actor is used, where it's like. This character doesn't have much, but we want him to have gravitas. Mm. So we just attach this kind of actor. Back to the Wayne's World 2 thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Give me a real actor. Well, recently when we did um, Snowpiercer, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, the director even said, like, yeah, this character's only in it right at the end. So we needed to just pick an actor who can just, just by being there, does that job. I mean, because Freeman, I, no one argues that he's not a read the phone monk guy and we're fine, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember how... Did his cancellation stick? Uh, no, he was, he was I don't think accused so. of some sex stuff. Oh, okay. So even if he was found innocent, I don't want to say he was because, you know, men are always found innocent. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Cosby. I know that. No, but yeah. <laughs> Iffy territory. Okay. But yeah, I mean, what can you say about Morgan Freeman? He turns up, he has the voice. He has a little bit of charm here and there. Are there any living people with a better narrator voice at the moment? Hmm. 
And, he, and you he didn't I, narrate in the series. You, you know I like a Patrick Stewart. Yeah, but he doesn't narrate that much. No. He's more like, I want to be... And even when he does narrate, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. Mm. Like Ted or something. Yeah. I, I feel like... Free, yeah, because I, I... Actually, this is blowing my mind now, because... Uh, oh, like, wait, no, I can tell you exactly who it is. Matt Berry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Freeman's still like the mainstream choice, though. Yeah. But, um... No, I was I was thinking uh kind of ten or more years ago, I remember because um the bass player from a band who's who I need to get on the podcast and um you know he's a big tech guy, he's like done like work for NASA and shit. But uh I remember because he sent me like this thing where Patrick Stewart was narrating this um pitch for the cloud before anyone knew what the cloud was. Okay. So yeah. And and I when he showed it to me, I was like, it was actually Patrick Stewart telling me about the cloud, right? Mm. About this thing that didn't exist yet. So that and we're recording this on the cloud now. That's yeah, wild. Did. Okay. So I, I gotta give yeah peace to some props for that at least. <laughs> um then there was Julia is played by actually a uh, actress from Ukraine, a Ukrainian actress, Olga Kurilenko. Oh, okay. Um, she's into something else. She's, I, reckon... I was having the exact same thing. Um Quantum of Solace. I was about to say, I was actually going to say Casino Royale because I thought she was Vespa, but yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, okay. Not. But Bond was actually the correct thought. So yeah, but she's done a bunch of stuff. She does a lot of like action stuff. She's a, an action lady, which is pretty cool. Um, no, but nothing like huge other than the Bond is mm. the one we definitely the one we know her from. Uh, I feel like yesterday when I looked, there was something surprising, and I was like, oh, cool, she's in that. Yeah, okay, but now I can't remember what it was. Anyway, I dream of her, so cool. Yeah, yeah, she's very cool. <laughs> Um, and and the, the redhead too. I mean, I, I thought I thought she was quite good. So, like you said, you actually had a lot more sympathy this time around, right? Yes. Um, the actress in that case is oh, we, we did talk about Andrea Frisbury, yeah. Okay. Oh no, right. Yeah. So the one who I was like, <clears throat> oh wow, is uh, Nikolai Costa Waldo shows yeah. up. He's Jamie from Game of Thrones, my favorite character ah, in that show okay. and books. Um, he's a guy. He's a little bit of the Aaron Eckhart problem, <laughs> where he's pretty handsome, and they've tried to push him as a leading man a few times but he's just too classically handsome <laughs> for the modern hero. Mm. So he can only play the other guy. I, I've, I've heard several arguments about this. Uh, Jude Law, is he in that category or not in that category? Jude Law is in a similar category where it's like, because he's the, because he, he did have a nice phase as the pretty boy that girls like. Mm. Um, so now he plays villains. Yeah. That's his stick. See, no, I, the, the only guy I think he was, we talked about this before, Brad Pitt is the guy who escaped that. Right. Well, he's such a good actor that even <laughs> though he's the, the pretty boy leading man, he still gets good roles. That's the only thing about Jude Law, though, because I hear that, like, he's too handsome, right? And I'm like, you know, um, like, I'm like, I, if, 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 I, if I was, like, checking out dudes, I don't think he'd catch my radar. No, no, no. Aaron Eckhart would. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're, he's like, Jude Law's not, like, the manly handsome. Mm. But yeah, so he, because he did have a nice run as, like, rom-com, romantic film guy. Yeah, and then Gattaca, another one that needs to be yeah. on our shorter list. But again, probably needs a good guess. No, I, I don't think Jude Law fits into this category. Yeah, okay. But yeah, he sort of, he did the the heartthrob and then skipped over to like... Villainry. Villainry and character. Like he's Dumbledore, I think, in those the films by She Who Must Not Be Named. Do those movies exist? No. Hey, um, oh, 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 here's one. I just saw, this was a thumbnail. It was a trailer for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child with a bearded Radcliffe. I'm like, is that a joke or not? Yeah, that's a YouTube. Okay, just check. Because I didn't click on it because I didn't care. But YouTube funster, having some laughs. That was the April 1st, okay. Yeah. Because that, honestly, I'm like, that makes a lot more sense than another fucking um, Fantastic, Fantastic Beast, Beast movie. Cool. 
I'm like, that, that, that's the movie that makes more sense, but yeah. I've seen the play, it's not that good. I haven't, yeah. I, that, it that it was... is literally fan fiction. A, okay. it was written as fan fiction. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's all the shit you get in fan fiction. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> I'm that, very happy for that series to just die. Well, that's the nice thing about the whole thing. Like, it was fine except for its author. It's finished, right? Yep. So you don't need to do more. Because also, it's not like it's that interesting a universe they need to bring back. It's just generic magic shit. Four, four of the seven books or eight movies, it was... Yeah, it was, but it was the characters were always yeah. good. Yeah. I enjoyed those characters in the time I spent with them. Mm. We're done. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Nick Lecostawaldo, um, he's good in this because he is playing that other guy role, mm. which he's perfectly built for, you know? Very buff, very handsome. But, you know, the audience is rooting for Tom Cruise. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, who, is, who is the redhead again? Fucking, you keep making me look up on it. I think it was Andrea Riseborough. Okay. Sorry, you still have a thing for redheads. <laughs> uh, Matt's going to go and Google her later and see if any uh, pictures ever got leaked. <laughs> Pervert. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, because I, I feel like, like, they definitely, for me, I'm like, they definitely had, you know, Cruz's, like, like, Jack's mm. wife to be like, oh, she's, she's the dream girl, right? Mm. Well, I, I, I think the point is that she's very, grounded i'm gonna say it and it is a little bit not okay but i think that is what the film was going for she's exotic okay right that's what Mm. they're going for is Ah. you know the redhead english rose Mm -hmm. and they're like oh she looks a little bit foreign Ah. she must have a character she's interesting okay which yeah is a little bit of like using race in a not great way but Mm. that's i think what they were going for maybe I'm just saying, if I was in Jack's row, I'd have quite a choice to make there. Well, it? it is doing that thing that films do of like, oh, isn't it tough for Tom Cruise that he's got two gorgeous women he has to choose from? What a disaster. Like you said, she's brainwashed. She does not do anything wrong. She's yeah. just been put in like a totally screwed up situation. But I guess, yeah, the, the point is, is that it's the machine is just like, ah, adult male, adult female. I can put them together, mm. you know, bash my dolls together. They'll be happy. Whereas, yeah, Tom Cruise is a human being who had a wife that he loved. Yeah. Lucky they just had a set of the beautiful people there. Mm-hmm. You don't, you Astronauts don't, are all beautiful. You're right. You don't send ugly people into space. No. <laughs> <laughs> if they do, if you do, they come back as the thing. <laughs> I was going for Fantastic Four thing. They both work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I guess the only other cast member is Sally. Oh, right, right, right. Who yeah. I thought was Holly Hunter and is not Holly Hunter. No, I remember thinking... She's very... She's... There's a couple of bits where the voice goes a bit more... Melissa Leo, apparently, okay. Beta. There are some scenes where she goes a bit more electronic mm. and they were leaning into the um, the portal voice, which they also oh, use right. in Pacific okay. Rim. Um, but I, yeah, most of the time, because they gave her like a bit of an interesting accent, so she didn't sound like the generic AI. Mm. I thought that was smartly done. Right. And then, yeah, you pick it up. You're like, yeah, before you get the reveal, you can tell that something's very fishy with her. Oh, for sure. But that's another thing that would have worked if this had been a smaller, lower budget film. Because you'd be like, well, she's the only person we're seeing on the tech because the budget's not high. Well, they did that in Dark Star, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm not wrong, though. She felt very Holly Hunter, yes? Yeah, yeah, okay. it worked. Because I, I, I had to check halfway through watching the movie. Okay. Which I, this was a one movie setting, despite taking probably a five minute nap when <laughs> somewhere in there. But I, I've seen this four or five times, so whatever. Whenever <laughs> I go to the cinema with Matty, he falls asleep in the cinema. Yeah. He's like, he, he's like, yeah, I always fall asleep about a third in when it's talking bits, then wake up for the rest of the action. 
<laughs> I, I know I took a nap in that Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was long, though. People listen to that one, though. So apparently I knew something I was saying. But <laughs> and I made sure to check the synopsis and see where my, my holes had come in. <laughs> something i noticed this time because it does look cool and it looks 70s cool right mm. for the most part but i did notice all the monuments are basically there slightly askew and nothing else is there how is it that only yeah. the monuments are there <laughs> but that's that's again that is 70s movie right like yeah what yeah. survives the statue of liberty and fuck all else <laughs> it looks cool as shit so i'm not gonna argue they're not are yeah. not diss it too hard but this time especially last night i was like you can have a stadium kind of there, and then nothing else whatsoever. <laughs> that's not how this works. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind. It works for me. No, no, it's again, visually interesting. It is. Yeah, it like, looks cool as hell. But what are we supposed to believe? But that? it did give me thinking. Like, how much does it take to decimate a city with you know floods and things, and what would actually be left? I have so. been um, recently getting really into like watching a lot of history and archaeology, archaeology stuff on YouTube, and like yes. Yeah, Theoretically, it would not take that long for all traces of our civilization to be gone. It's like 250 years for like even like the real hardcore stuff to go away. But like, I mean, like gone, gone. Because like we still have ruins from thousands of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to go. I think it's like 10,000 years. There'd just be no trace. Yeah. A bit more for us because of plastic. Plastic doesn't go away. I guess the oldest is Gobleki Tepe, but they buried that. Mm. So, you know, we just unburied it. Yeah. So it's still there. The, I mean, the pyramids are like, hardcore ruins now you know like that's mm -hmm. not even slightly what they were originally supposed to look like this is a conversation i often have with students actually is i find it interesting the way japan deals with historical buildings and like europe because in it, europe if i go to a castle that's the actual castle that was there mm. but it's not how it looked right it's just a rocky skeleton whereas <laughs> japan they replace the wood like every however many years yeah they'll rebuild the shrine so like, this none of this is physically the same thing that was there but it's much closer to what they would have seen yeah. thousands of years ago. Yeah, kind of I mean, we got the, the real cathedrals, you know, that go six, seven hundred years. That I assume, like, I assume, well, I, I guess they're Notre Dame is now. Yeah, Notre Dame's now had whatever happened to it a couple of years ago. Well, I come from a city with a cathedral that was originally built in like the year five hundred. Admittedly, the version that was there in five hundred is very different to the modern one. <laughs> but yeah, the building that is there is centuries old. But yeah, it's still pretty close because it's a church that's still in use. Yeah, and I grew up uh, going to a church that was like built 1950, right? Well, you, yeah, it's the classic thing that Europeans think 100 miles is a long way. Americans think 100 years is a long time. And, and there was the, the 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 church above that, I guess, the cathedral, mm -hmm. which was like very Gothic stone and all that. But even that one, it's only 100 years old. It's not that old. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe it is old. Maybe maybe Tataria was there before and they built it. <laughs> yeah. To and the, the spires are to channel like etheric energy. How far does that road turn into shit, by the way? What road? <laughs> if I want to think about Tataria. I have no idea what you're even on about, dude. Oh, oh, that's the idea that, like, a lot of things like cathedrals and old buildings, like with spires and things, mm -hmm. were, like, 
you know, channeling like Tesla energy, like the World's Fair was like, you know, much older than like, like, you know, the, the groovy World's Fair, like 93 Chicago or mm. much older buildings that they were trying to just be like, oh, it's built these. That just sounds like some bullshit. It is bullshit. It's just <laughs> fascinating bullshit. So. Yeah, I don't know. That one that doesn't do much for me. Okay. I used to like imagining that the church in my hometown was a transformer. Yeah. <laughs> I could sort of picture it getting up. I, I, th- I think fun. Tatari is the running conspiracy now that no, nobody cares if the Earth is flat or not anymore. I see. And yeah, it's like, well, maybe we didn't go to the moon, but it's much more fun to think we did. So let's go along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's not that one doesn't do much for me. There's not much spice to that. Okay. I, I have a world sphere obsession, so it dovetails mm. there. Um the house is cool. That's like the Monsanto House of the Future. So it's cool, but like what's like the Monsanto House of the Future? That is not a sturdy base. Yes, it's like on a pole. Like if the if the scavengers wanted to take them down, it would be incredibly easy to shoot out that pole they were on. No, no. What I want is for one of them to go up with an axe and just chop yeah, it down. Yeah, right. <laughs> chop <in> the beanstalk. <laughs> so they are the giants. Okay, mm. that's interesting. Yeah, well, Tom Cruise would love it if the film made it seem that he was the giant. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to run. They let him run in this movie. Yep. That's all Tom wants. He wants to run. And do motorbike stunts. Yeah. Well, he runs and does a stunt, right? Yeah. I'm sure if he had his way, he would have been actually flying those spaceships. Oh, yeah. This this doesn't have the ape ship Mission Impossible stunt. Well, you know the reason this Tom, this Top Gun's getting made, right? Why? He wants to fly a jet? Yeah, he actually is flying fighter jets in this one. I'm not going to besmirch him for that. He's like, no, I fucking love that about Tom It's like, we're going to make a movie and I'm going to fucking hang out at the top of the Burj Khalifa mm-hmm. and then I'm going to fly a fighter jet. I mean, that's that's cool. Good for yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise and Jackie Chan just doing real stunts. That's what it's all about. <laughs> and Tom Cruise doesn't even have the skills. Yeah. He just does it. <laughs> just got the bulls. I mean, Jackie Chan put a lot of work into that shit. <laughs> yeah. I think Jackie Chan's act, it's gone wrong a lot more times than it has with Tom. Oh, yeah. He's gotten screwed up. Yeah. I don't remember hearing Tom. Broken getting... like every bone in his body. <laughs> um, I, I, can't, I can't remember. I think it was one of his feet. I don't remember when I was reading Jackie Chan's autobiography. So I think I'd, at one point I'd broken every bone in my body except this foot. And then I was just playing with knives on set one day, juggling <laughs> them and dropped one on that foot. <laughs> That's every bone now. Yep. Okay, I've made the made the set. Okay, that's cool. The pool was weird. Is it just that would be a terrifying pool, right? Those it, infinity pools do exist though. Where you just look oh, like down. The top of skyscrapers, yeah. Because I know there's the infinity pools, but I don't remember you looking down and seeing like. Well, it's a trick because you look down and then there's actually another pool just below it, but from the angle you can't see that. Oh no, no. My it. point is, it seemed the bottom. Oh, the bottom of the pool was that definitely exists somewhere. But, yeah. I'm sure it exists somewhere, but I'm like that's yeah, terrifying. That's even if you do have a beautiful naked woman mm-hmm. telling you to come swimming to you, it's gonna be you're gonna shit yourself or shit the pool. A little, I guess he's been doing it a lot, so in both ways. Yep. Okay. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, if you put me in that pool now, I'd be like, oh fuck, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine on planes and mountains, but I do find it. I get a bit. Um, what's the one for heights? Uh, vertigo. Yeah, I get a bit of vertigo on buildings. I guess it just doesn't seem like it's sturdy enough to be that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Um, I'm really good. I'm fine with climbing up like a mountain or a rock face, mm. but I, I'm finding it very difficult to trust the ropes when it's time to go down. Really? Yeah. Oh uh, well, you're not. T- I mean, it's not like rappelling, right? You're. That's what I mean. Yeah. And if I'm doing like a rappelling, you, you don't it, like the down. The downs like just bam, bam, bam. No, finish. but it's just in my head. Like, I the rope, the fact that if I just let go, the rope will catch me. I'm like, is it mm-hmm. though? 
Is no, it really? no. I, I do all the climbing for the fun of the rappelling. Okay. Yeah. So I'm different on that. So yep. that is not my, my fear. I, I definitely like bouncing down with a rope. Mm. And Once hand. I'm doing it, I like it. It's just, I find it weird to like trust that I can do that. Where did I crap myself on a climb? I, I mean, I haven't, but, uh, <laughs> but you get that feeling. Sure. Um, well, when I'm on like a 14 hour hike, sometimes something goes wrong. Yeah. I think I mentioned on the podcast before the time I accidentally ended up like scaling along ocean cliffs. Nice. Again, I just stopped, turned around, took a photo, which I need to have my parents send me. Cause I keep saying it and people are like, Ooh, show it. Yeah. Well, no one said that, but I feel like I, I should be able to show it. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely just like been a bit too far into the woods and lost the actual sensible path and just yeah, found myself well, on like the vertical side of the cliff I'm like okay I'll just, I'm walking this now. oh oh when when I was uh, maybe about 12 years old we, we took the dog on a walk and ended up in that situation mm. you were like picking up the dog to put him on the next ledge and shit nice <laughs> <laughs> okay lift the dog <laughs> I'm surprised he made it through the trip yeah dogs are sturdy they're right yeah 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 he seemed to like it so yeah that dogs have no fear of the heights, or at least that one didn't. This film came close to killing the dog. Oh yeah, you don't want to kill the dog. Yeah, Tom Cruise have to scare it off. Yeah, scaring it off's better, I guess. Yeah, I was wondering if he's going to take it home, but mm. see, I, I bet there was a right where he took it home and she killed it, <laughs> rather than just oh, that flower. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then there would be zero sympathy for her character. Yeah, yeah. Once you kill the dog, nobody likes you. That's yep. true. Um, how about the, once we get to the like the hero, the um, scavenger's base, and they're fighting off the drones. Mm. That was very Terminator. Yeah. But that was... Well, Terminator that was the, salvation. Like, it was very Terminator salvation. It was the machine efficiency that you never actually see in the Terminator films. <laughs> right? Because if the machines decided to kill us, it would be like that. Yeah. Finished. You're done. Yeah. The closest we ever get, I think, is the original film. Mm. You know, we get that scene where Terminator gets into the base. Which base? The police station? No, no. They the flashback to the... the oh, yeah, future, yeah. Okay, right? okay, yeah, yeah. And the Terminator gets into the... It's instantly just, yeah, it's just offing fucking, everyone. Yeah, and it's just... Uh, well, the police station a little bit as well. Mm. Where he's just clinically turning and executing everyone and it's not... Right, that's how machine works. So. Yeah. But then this film and Terminator has... Once soon he gets close to the hero, instead of finishing him off, he's just throwing him around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good for a toss or two. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, I thought this was doing a great job of just like... The machines are clinically killing everyone. <laughs> I'm Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. And I'm Muss. Welcome to Game Game Show, the game show about games. The unique podcast where four white men talk about video games. Look, Luke, when in doubt, don't go with me. <laughs> No, my thing is just like, uh, you usually do these quizzes, yes, no, yes, no, right? So... <laughs> Luke, no one is that lazy. <laughs> we'll say like, what, 10 seconds? That's probably usually long enough. Yeah, 10 seconds. There we go. I mean, you're not going to time it, so it really doesn't matter, does I fucking it? will time it, mate. I've got, I've got it on my, up on my tablet. You just... fucking dog. I'll deduct the point, mate, with any more of this slander. Imagine being tied with me. <laughs> this round is called Punching Upwards. I'm going to name some video gaming celebrities who are much more famous than us. And you're going to tell me for what reason they were cancelled. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I have no idea who they are. 
Uh, I feel like this will be a trend for all of these people. <laughs> Game Game Show is a comedy panel game show about video games. Find it wherever you get your pods by searching Game Game Show. Find us on Twitter at Game Game Show. Or find this podcast and others that me and my pals create by going to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. So, Jack had a man cave. Yeah. Okay. I, what I find funny in that scene is that he feels the need to take off his jacket and put on a plate shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants to be a mountain man. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just, it's, it's the sort of thing that makes sense as a visual cue for the audience, mm. but doesn't make sense for the character to do in the context. Right. Well, I, both of us have put on our Spider-Man costumes when we needed to, and it didn't matter to anyone else. Yep, that's I'm assu- true. I'm not including you, just assuming that, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's that. Um, yeah, he's got Led Zeppelin records. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It did make me think of um, getting back to, you know, Foundation, where they have Trantor, the city of uh, all, you know, multi-layered constructs and mm. the Imperial palaces, the one spot of, like, Parkland. Okay. On the entire planet. So I kind of, I was like, is that where he is? No, that, I think that's the point, is that they've told them that the world has nothing left, but it actually does. Oh, right. Okay. Because, that, yeah, that's what's making him start to suspect. Yeah. Is that he's found a little spot. Because even as that dystopian, like, yeah, I can hang in that spot. Mm-hmm. Looks good. They got Led Zeppelin records. I'm good. If they have a guitar, even better. Yeah, yeah. I think that's meant to be our first clue that the world is not as de- dead as he's been told. Yeah. And actually, he's the one killing it. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is a fine twist. The scavengers and now, oh, the, shit, those are actually surviving humans. I, I guess when they're, um, the island came to mind, of course. Mm. A, another one very much like, you know, treading upon 70s sci-fi vibes. Oh, well, you talk about, um, I mentioned this film was stealing special effects from Transformers Dark of the Moon. Mm. Transformers Dark of the Moon reuses a shot from the island. <laughs> That's fun. There's a shot of a car getting crushed and they've just swapped out whatever it was in the island for a Transformer. <laughs> Okay. A, yeah, that was another movie I didn't watch last week because I had a few nights I could watch movies. Uh, Michael Bay's movie is Ambulance, and I was like, eh, it doesn't sound interesting. See, I was, oddly for me, mm. I was more interested in it before I found out it was a Michael Bay thing. Oh, yeah? Because the trailer was making, like, oh, this is a tense, interesting thriller. Mm. And then there's a couple of, like, helicopters going into bridges and explosions, like, this is a bit Michael Bay. And then it comes up in big letters, Michael Bay! <laughs> like, oh, I see. This is not going to be clever or interesting or tense. Okay. It's probably going to be fun. But... I never did watch Pain and Gain, so I don't know what happened there. It's a weird film. Okay. It's meant to be like a, you know, like a crime cautionary tale yeah. thing. It kind of accidentally really bigs up the true criminals it's about. <laughs> did he... It doesn't come across <laughs> like it's a cautionary tale. It's like, look how fun it is to be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> did he make the new bad boys? I don't know, actually. Probably. Yeah, okay. That seems about the timing is right for him to have made that and then this. Is, is the timing right to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what to talk about a Will Smith movie? <laughs> we didn't bring up Gemini Man when we were talking about um, I haven't seen Gemini. yourself, neither have I. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay. Does he fight himself in that? This is, uh, yeah, that's what it's about. It's about Will Smith fighting young Will Smith. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why he's the Gemini Man. That's how he learns to slap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like I have anything interesting to add to that. I don't either. It's just, it's what's the date? April 4th. So, yeah, yeah we have to bring it up because it was just. A I mean, it's the first time I've watched any part of the Oscars in my life. So, <laughs> I guess it did its job. 
no, I heard about it and then it's on the news. I'm like, that that really looks fake. But I, I, the thing is, real things do tend to look fake when you film them. Mm, so I don't know what the deal was. Because <laughs> like if it looked super real, it's probably staged. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm like, you know, you get pissed off, you slap a dude. That's the thing that happens. I, 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 well, I mean, the but... thing that I found was just, I was on the Twitter the day after, people were talking about it like, can he beaten him with an inch of his life? Give him a slap. I know. It was, it was a, the fuck down. It was a glove slap, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's rude, but yeah, it's not like he actually harmed the dude. I think society would be a lot better if people making jokes about other people were more afraid of being slapped. What he was doing was, was through his slap, passing the royalty of middle-aged actor transcendence to Chris Rock, maybe. Mm. Mm. So Chris Rock will now be our, our cool guy actor. Although he can't act as well, can he? No. He can make much better jokes, but that was not a good joke, by the way. No, it's The slap was because the joke sucked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. Got it covered. <laughs> there is the Matlock Sci-Fi Sanctuary bit on the Will Smith slap. <laughs> Tell a shit Included. joke, you're gonna get slapped. Fucking, we better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, Chris Rock is funny as shit. He has lots of good jokes. That just wasn't one of them. <laughs> um, where are we rolling here? So we did that. We did the man cave. Okay. Um, how how do you react in this situation then? You're you finding I'm a clone and stuff? Yeah. I'm not going to be that bothered. No? Are you cool with being a clone? Yeah. Better I've than watched, Doppelganger? I've watched um, Pokemon the first movie. Hmm. I know the circumstances of one birth are not important. Is that the name of the movie? Pokemon the first movie? Yeah. Okay. It's called Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Oh, that is the title. Crazy. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty bold, but they were correct. They've made 20 odd more. So No, you got you to number them right. And I bet Mewtwo's been back for some, right? Has he? Yeah, a bit. Okay. They even remade that one in CGI. Ah. It didn't look good. No. Was Mewtwo a he? Technically, according to the games, it is gender unknown. Oh, okay. In the Japanese and in the live action movie, it has a male and female voice simultaneously. Ooh. Because it's speaking to you psychically. Okay. But in that movie, it's just a dude's voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turned out that was a good question. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've, I've been thinking for a while that sh- next time we just need to do whatever. I'll just get you to watch that first Pokemon movie. Mm-hmm. We still got Digimon too. So yeah, well, <laughs> it's coming up on summer, so we should do Summer Wars and Digimon. That that was the plan. Yes, get the trains back up. Mm. So um, this is just shop talk. Listener doesn't care. Mm. Hi guys. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, how about upon you? You know your clone. Now you meet your clone, you and you have to have this mirror fight with your clone. We fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the bottom? Take turns. <laughs> it's very crowly of you. I guess we fight first. We fight, and the fuck. winner is on top. <laughs> I've seen videos that go that way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's our website for that. <laughs> We've had a guest on that does that. Well, actually, he just sticks to the wrestling, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people don't. <laughs> Hell, if you pay right in, so <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clones, robots, Freeman. We when was Freeman canceled? I missed that. Oh, so it was interesting. I went on. Uh, this is my two weeks on the farm, like mm. the twenty eighteen, right? Uh-huh. And I got back to Civilization. And I put on Twitter, "Oh, hey, I haven't been online for two weeks. What have I missed? Have any video games been announced? Has anyone been canceled?" And, that <laughs> and was then it replied like, "Yeah, Morgan Freeman has just it's come out that he had sexually assaulted a lot of women." And I was like, "Oh, 
I was joking, but yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I And just... also the new Pokemon game has been announced. So, yeah. yeah, I just had a, a vague recollection of that, but I couldn't quite remember. And yeah, I feel like I feel like that didn't stick. It didn't stick, but uh, like I said, that doesn't necessarily mean <clears throat> much. Well, yeah, that doesn't mean you weren't being an asshole or not being an asshole. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the most 70s thing in this movie? Mm-hmm. Is it all the white? Maybe. Like the design elements? Well, I think the most 70s thing about this movie is its treatment of women. <laughs> that they are both just there as things for Tom Cruise to own. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the weird fact that it's based on a comic book that didn't actually exist. Oh yeah, you went looking for it apparently? Yeah, the, well the ending says based on a graphic novel by, and it's by the director. I thought, oh that's interesting, wow. Did a graphic novel and then made the film of it? No, I think we worked out it wasn't by the director. No, it is. It is. It says. Oh. But then it's there was no graphic novel. Mm. It was just a bunch of concept art that he made to try and get this film made. So, so like, it's weird that it ended up in the credits as if it was a real graphic novel. So it's like Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, kind of. Where he took all the 70s production design work, which mm-hmm. it is a cool shop. I'm going to give it that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know, I'm glad they didn't use it back in the motion picture because it's too Star oh Wars. it's too different yeah it's too star wars yeah yeah i'm not even sure how i feel about the brave new world enterprise mm. strange new world god damn it you I'm, I'm doing the thing now yeah <laughs> i really liked the um the calvin verse version of the enterprise mm. you like that more than me yeah well so, i just yeah. like the 60s corvette look of it yeah it looks shiny and nice i i've, I've been looking recently at like like ship because it's weird it's like how big is it you know what it's like what kind of a building are you in when you're in a starship? You know, it's mm. fascinating. How much space do you actually have? Because you're just the ones who are like, well, everyone in the Enterprise D could like fit in one percent of the ship, mm. which is kind of weird, you know. It's just kind of weird how once you have a structure, like like space becomes a different thing. Yeah. Because I've seen it, like, you know, like in Japan, like like you said, they tear down stuff a lot, right? Mm. And they'll tear down, and then there's a field there. And it's like this seems like a really small field, but there was so much stuff here before. Mm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> It's Not like, like oblivion where nothing's there. <laughs> when you've mo- have you moved house, and then there's the moment when you step back into a room now that's empty. Mm. You're like, wow, I didn't know this room feels didn't feel this size. Yeah, and it can go both ways. Mm. Like, oh, actually, it's kind of small. <laughs> well, I mean, you've been in this room when there was fuck all in it. Yeah, it's just become furnished over the course of my living here. <laughs> but yeah, we used to just have like a TV over there and the fucking fruit on the floor here, and we'd sit and record podcasts. Yeah, so. It's mostly couch, I think. Couch and shelves, yeah, but it's made this middle section much more narrow. You don't have a carpet to tie the room together, though. Mm. <laughs> I get a big rug. Yeah, I, don't know, I, I vacuum already pretty rarely. If I had a carpet, that would be a problem. But you did it today, and that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you have to vacuum after a snack time? Oh, at uh, work, you mean? Yeah. Um, well, with like the really hyper Genki classes every time because they don't sit still. Yeah. When you've got like a class full of well-behaved little girls who eat over their plate, not at all. Right. Okay. Just curious. Nobody yeah. cares about that though. So <laughs> I thought you just meant in my house that you're just calling me up being a messy eater. No, I just... you wouldn't have been wrong to do. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I was just vacuuming a lot this past week. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Which I don't do in my own room. <laughs> so yeah, because yeah, my wife's like, hey, I, I guess she secretly goes in vacuum sometimes because then she's like, why? Why was that? glass there because because i had water at 3 a.m yeah <laughs> and then i forgot about the glass being there because it's 3 a.m <laughs> i think your wife crawls around on the floor snuffling up the crumbs 
probably. <laughs> That's why she doesn't want you to vacuum. <laughs> oh, I, I do have to, uh, getting back to the Smith thing, it turns out I do have to watch King Richard. Okay. Because now I'm teaching my daughter the breaking news English, which is, mm. if anyone's learning English, go to that. But uh, it was that, and it's like, the question was like, do you want to watch King Richard? She said, yes. I'm like, oh, crap. That means I, I'm the one I have to procure that. I mean, it's what finally won Will Smith's Oscars. It's probably good. Yeah. It's probably good, I'm sure. Just, yeah. Just usually, you know, when you ask a student a question, it's like, well, I don't really have to, like, you know, follow mm. up on that. I'm like, oh, crap, I have to follow up on this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job now. Okay. Uh, this movie's... That's why I'm not having kids. I don't want to watch King Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, nine years old. 2013, it came out. Two King years dick. forgotten you remembered it hmm. i have it on disc I, I feel like it doesn't come up much in conversation though it's not talked about but then how often do i talk about just random sci-fi films with anyone other than you right okay. oh without uh, sorry sorry <laughs> yeah, that, i think, I think we've window. brought it up before who did me and you have talked about it before. oh yeah i'm sure we have <laughs> so i guess for like sci-fi folks it's not forgotten hmm. But yeah, it didn't make that big of a splash in the first place. Right. right. This wasn't Inception. This wasn't that everyone's talking about mm. it. I think it's pretty good, though. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah not, it's, it's not even Tron Legacy, is it? Well, Tron Legacy has the thing a lot of people didn't like. Mm. True. This No one disliked this, I don't think. Mm. It was just, oh, yeah, that came out. That's right. Uh, which I think is about where it deserves to be. Yeah. I guess my, I just wish there were a few more of these. I, just it, like, you know, not a franchise film, just as a fun little sci-fi idea. Got a little bit of action. A nice twist. Effects are okay. Mm. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> These are the films I like. These are the films this this podcast is meant to be about. Not, you know, Moonraker, some obscure Italian sci-fi <laughs> film from the 30s, and then a porn parody of Avatar. We, couldn't find, I, I, we tried to get this folks, Avatar. Folks, there was no April, April Fool's, sorry. I, I, I looked for it. <laughs> I got into some weird websites. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find it. Um, yeah. And Matt looked real closely at those websites. You know, he spent a lot of time on them for you, listener. Porno machine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, this does like tickle like a certain, yeah, I guess like you say, it's the, the sort of film this podcast made for. It does tickle a certain mm. bit of the brain, you know? Um, I'll tell you why this film isn't 70s. Why? They didn't force in a topless scene. Oh, right. The Viper of the Girls. Oh, come on, full naked. No, yeah. they did. She goes in the pool. Yeah, but you don't see it, right? Oh, okay. Like, you would have just randomly had just like, oh, here's a nice shirtless scene for you, boys. Here's some full bush for you, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's what they'd have done in the 70s. Okay, that's a difference. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Tom Cruise would have been hairy when we saw him topless. <laughs> <laughs> so... You said Logan's Run when we first said 70s. For me, I feel like Silent Running is the one that... The reason I say Logan's Run is the... um, When we get outside, that aesthetic is similar. Mm. Logan's Run is the earliest thing I can think of with that reclaimed by nature buildings. Right. Last of Us, Kirby sort of thing. Um, So why is Silent Running coming to my mind? Because I don't feel like I have a... The one guy on his own going a bit crazy with his robots. Okay, I guess that makes sense. That's the Silent Running angle. I think the the reason I didn't think Silent Running is because... 
like Jack himself is like a functional, friendly, likable guy mm. with a girlfriend and oh, or in Silent Running, Bruce Dern is ape shit nuts from the start. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if, his crew hates him. <laughs> if it had been like Jack is alone in the station, right? And then mm. when he met the um, scavengers, they needed his help, but they all thought he was a freak exploit. <laughs> that would have been more of a Silent Running thing, right? <laughs> Yeah, Tom Cruise is never going to play that guy. No, of course. He doesn't want to be a dweebus. <laughs> Bruce Dern was cool with being a dweebus. I mean, I, I get it. Like, if I was a famous actor, I would be avoiding being the dweebus. <laughs> Bruce would be like, wait, wait, what's the line? What's the Matty line? Don't be tired, be great. No, oh, that, that one's, that's the words to live by. Don't be tired, be great. <laughs> no, what is it that he does What his head Oh, God, I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm not pathetic, Dweeb. That's not my legacy. Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll put that on Bruce Stern's grave. But no, that's, that's Tom Cruise, right? They give him a script that has him being silent running. He's like, no, I'm not a pathetic Dweeb. That's not my legacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that makes sense. I got it. So that, that, that's a good place for Oblivion to be. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be pathetic Dweebs here. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, this actually, I guess, has made me more interested in Maverick. Yeah, no, I do like this director. Yeah, exactly. Knowing the director is the mm. same is really what keys me in, right? Yeah, because I mean, I like Top Gun well enough, but I like it for eighties cheese. Yeah, I don't think they're going to recapture that. No, it's not a very good movie. Though I, I will throw out Cobra Kai again, like bettering mm. the original Karate Kid vibe without like screwing it up. You know, I guess the difference there is like the two leads in that are very willing to poke fun right yeah or if tom cruise wants you to think maverick was the coolest guy ever and he's still the coolest guy ever. <laughs> true um are, are we done on this one how long have we been talking about this how do you know yeah probably long, long okay. enough yeah if we said all we've got to say then it was sufficient yeah the things were said so say where things if are you've said, enjoyed this podcast said. you can find it on twitter at mlsfs pod make sure you get in touch with us about your favorite um mirror match fight scenes from movies we're also on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, all the places where podcasts are found. Make sure you give us a like and a subscribe, a five-star rating and a review. Tell all your friends who like sci-fi films. Um, if there's a film you want us to cover, please do tell us. We're always open to suggestions like that. We're the better. Yeah, we don't get them that often. But yeah, you can basically request anything. We'll probably do it. <laughs> um, and if you've enjoyed this podcast, want to hear more podcasts from me and Matt, you can go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. You can hear Matt talking about the Twilight Zone or science fiction. Um, sorry, this is the sci-fi one. <laughs> you know, educational and weird Something. obscure films. Oh, you can find me talking about video games. There's Pokemon. There's Monster Hunter, which is technically on hiatus at the moment, but it'll be back when the new game comes out in a couple of months. Or there's recently launched Game Game Show, where me and my friends do a little British panel-style comedy quiz about video games, which guests from here may or may not appear on eventually. I listened to that one. There you go. It's a fun listen. And uh, yeah, until next time, just remember that uh, there is no better way to die than against impossible odds for the ashes of your father and the temples of your gods. What's that from? This film. Okay, that might be also from the plays of ancient Rome. Ah, yes. He finds the book of the plays of ancient Rome, lines that quote, and then oh right, right, he okay. says it. Him and Morgan Freeman discuss it, and then later he says it to Sally, and then he says the even better line: "Fuck you, Sally." <laughs> <laughs> No, I was hoping after I said that you would remember what she says because she then says, I am your god. <laughs> <laughs>
Star.